We are three friends exploring connection from the coffee shop to the podcast studio. I'm Amy. I'm Anna. I'm Aaron. All right, everybody. So welcome back. We're super glad. Super glad that you're here, that we're here. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we're yep. glad we're here. Yes. <laughs> Dory. Dory is not here. Dory's not here Dory this episode. She yeah. had to stay home. In fact, I don't know if she'll be invited back. <laughs> Dory's not <laughs> Pretty sure she's not going to be invited back. <laughs> oh. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. I know everybody really liked the panting and <laughs> barking. <laughs> Hopefully it was okay. It, it was added sorry. to the home episode. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's what true. I'm going to stick with. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, special guest. Hope you all agree. So today we're on episode eight. And the topic for today is a big one. It is yeah. connection to the digital world. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. This so is a lots big one. we have a lot to talk about. Before we get into it, I just quick shout out, right? Yeah. We edit podcast.com. Hey, thank you. <laughs> Please remember to go there and then use the discount code Less Alone Podcast for 20% off your first month at we edit podcast.com. Yeah, they've been so awesome. So awesome. Gosh, they've saved us tons and tons of time. So if you're into podcasting, if you're starting, if you're like Oh my gosh, I want a podcast, but I don't have the time to do the editing. Like they have saved us so much time. Yes. Highly, highly recommend them. Yep. And we got to move on to our awareness nugget. Yeah. So last last episode, we left with the question, are the things you're surrounding yourself with helping you to create the home you want? Anna, what do you think? I feel like generally I'm really good at this. My husband tends to be pretty minimal almost to the extreme so like he always loves having the dining room table like cleared all the like countertops clear i'm more like let's put the gadgets on the countertop <laughs> and like keep the things coffee out. maker yeah. yeah like i would have like my coffee maker and the espresso thing you know and the soda stream like all the things <laughs> and the KitchenAid mixer like let's put them all there so i can use them when i want but I mean, granted, we do have like very, very limited counter space. But so, I mean, people come to our house and they're usually like, whoa, you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I feel like we're pretty good at this, generally speaking. But something- what about the things that you do have? Do you feel like they are giving you the home environment you yeah, want? Yeah, I'm pretty tuned into that stuff. So I feel like whenever like something that totally has helped is having a container that mm. is for donate. So it's like kind of in our back area and it just says donate on it. And then when I'm ready to get rid of something, I just throw it in there and it's nice to kind of have a place for things. Like we talked a little bit about having a system in place or maintenance, like in why the KonMari method is a little troubling or not troubling, but hard to keep up with. Yeah, is the because maintenance, of the maintenance is hard. right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like no matter what you're doing, you have to have something that works for you and it has to be like, you know, sustainable. Yeah. So that's so something the donate that's in, one works yeah. for you. Yeah. That's cool. What about you, Aaron? Uh, inside the house, I think that we are doing fairly well. Sometimes the kitchen, we have this little, our kitchen's real small, but we have this table that we don't sit at. It's just for stuff, really. Junk collector. Uh, well, that's what that had, ends <laughs> up happening. Table. It's nice because we don't have a lot of counter space for cooking. So it's nice when it's in there for that. I, we do need to clean the mud room. 
like the room that we come in because we just oh have that's a, the hard that's hard room a room. bunch of stuff in there mm-hmm. and it well and it's the first thing because we don't come in the front door we come in the side door where the mud room is mm-hmm. and so it just when it's cluttered it doesn't give like a when it's clean it feels like oh when you walk in <laughs> mm-hmm. but then when it's not so we do need to work on that mm-hmm. but other than that I think we're doing all right good I saged my house this morning so oh that's good clean clean yeah. all the energy mm-hmm. so I, with, do that every so often. With saging, I have a whole sage kit, but I've never actually used it. Is it like to make a smudge stick? No. I mean, oh. I have like, I bought it off of Etsy. It's like, you know, I had like a sage bundle and Palo. Yeah. What yeah. is it? Palo Santo. Palo Santo. Yeah. yeah. And, but I don't really know how to do it. Well, smoke it. Let it smoke. You know, smoke. It's kind of smells like weed. Well, it's that's like what I heard. Intense. I had it all. I was running today, and I, it was all in my coat, <laughs> and my shirt. This and I was like, stoner this trail not, runner. just sweaty and I got in the car after the run, and Chris was like, "Uh, you smell like weed and uh, be <laughs> sweat." And I'm like, uh, "Well, that's not." Welcome awesome. to Colorado, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> God, um, but so to make sure it gets in the corners and kind of underneath any kind of your bed or okay. whatever and then where energy can be stagnant yes, to release everything that does not serve you okay that's and what then, i say repeatedly mm-hmm. oh do you say something and when you're to me like rep- please release anything that's not serving us oh, okay please release anything that's not serving oh, that's us cool. yeah so that's cool there's also sweet grass i think it's called it smells so good but is that um, what the kids are calling it these days? No. Uh, and my, I had a intern and she was Native American. And so she gave me sweet grass to like, that brings in good oh. energy. Oh, and so, cool. Um, but it doesn't burn very well. So you can't do the whole house. Oh, but what does the Palo Santo stuff do? Same as the sage, clearing. right? I think it's clearing. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I thought it was it like. It smells a... real good. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it's less offensive. Oh, okay. the smell. The sage <laughs> is like the sage. really strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I heard like make sure you can open your windows and yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, open everything. You want ventilation? Yes, get that yeah. stuff out. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I got to say, with my uh, with my challenge, I am in a very transitional time of life right now. So when I'm looking around my house and I'm thinking about this, it's like, oh boy, you know, there's a lot that will be cleared out and just a lot that will, you know, things to say. But I think it's really important during the transition. And then once, you know, I kind of move into my next phase, I'm glad to have the awareness around like, oh yeah, what is going to serve me when I move forward, Mm -hmm. you know? And and so um, I definitely appreciate the challenge. Yeah. Right. It was funny. This morning, Henry, he go. I was like, okay, Henry, it's time to go home. He goes, you mean headquarters? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Aw, yes, headquarters. headquarters. That's awesome. He's a big Paw Patrol fan. So. Right. Yeah. That is great. And then um, my brother-in-law, well, my husband. <laughs> okay, have you guys ever had a haunted house experience? I went to a oh. cemetery in Edinburgh, Scotland, and it was... Was uh, it legit haunted? Legit. I could... Fly. It was... What happened... Well, this whole thing is that the... I Supposedly, the story is like the spirit was coming out and the caretaker was going in and they... Like, it was like this powerful... Into poof, the... Uh, like Wait, run, who told that story? The ghost telling thing. But then you, oh, you go into yeah, this yeah. little enclave thing that's like a, I don't know, in the cemetery. And it was like uh, the creepiest Whoa. shit I've ever. The hair on the back and of your neck And I was like, oh, this is, this is real. Yes. Ooh. Like you could feel someone back there. Like, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Wait, why? Why do you ask that? Well, okay. So this morning. Slightly off topic. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this so. morning, uh, my husband's like, 
he didn't tell me anything. He's like, here, listen to this. What do you hear? And I was like, I listened and I'm like, a car went by. <laughs> like, like it literally was like nothing. And then he's like, no, does it set? Does it sound like help me? And I would listen to it again. It was a, a recording from my brother-in-law who recorded his sound machine, like just li- like a noisemaker mm-hmm. sound machine. And apparently he said that was talking to him. And it said, help me. And I was like, yeah, no, that sounds like a car going by. (laughs) But it made me think of all these like haunted house, like spirit, things like that. Like, and we had gone on a trip recently and my neighbor said, are you guys home? I hear footsteps. And we're like, oh shit, no, we're gone. That's creepy. Yeah. So then I kept here. Yeah. And so I kept thinking like, oh shit, is someone in my house? You have a ghost. Like, do we have a ghost? <laughs> yeah, so it just got me thinking about all these haunted house, haunted spirit stuff. But we definitely wanna- a lot to think about yeah. with home. Yeah, and connection yeah. to home. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> we're bring that in. But here we go. We're, we're gonna, gonna come back. back. We're coming back. <laughs> we are coming back. Thanks, Amy. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well Thanks, done, Amy. Well done. I'm thinking connection to ghosts. Connection so okay. to haunted house. Moving forward. Okay. So. Okay. Thanks, Amy. <laughs> you are so welcome, and everyone can have a little think about that. <laughs> tell so. us about your haunted house. <laughs> right. um, Just tell Anna before we go. Before. Before we go on, we (laughs) are going to do an awesome review. Yes, yes, yes. We've got another one. And again, we just want to say thanks so much to everybody um, who are leaving these reviews. This is from NatB888. And the title is Uplifting and Relatable and Funny. Feels like a kitchen table convo with your ride or die BFFs. Love the candor around obstacles these ladies have overcome to stay connected to each other. 6 a.m. hangouts? Yes, please. Goals. <laughs> that was great. That was That's really so good. great. Thank you, Nat B888. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. So awesome. We love hearing that. So, without further ado, here we are. Here we go. Yeah. Connection to the digital world. There's so much here to talk about. There really A is. Lot. And so many articles, we found so much information. And I feel like the ones that I had reviewed, you could almost take a little nugget from every paragraph. So we'll try to be succinct. Well, and like we (laughs) maybe. (laughs) Says these three chatterboxes. Says the ghost hunter, Anna. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what? Exactly. We haven't talked about haunted houses. We're coming back. Everybody, ghosts are off the table for the rest of the episode. (laughs) Generally, love, like, hate, social media. Yeah, what do you think? Digital world, I guess, not just social media. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you kick it off? Well, I think the, you know, just like you accidentally just said social media, I think the digital world is synonymous with the social media. And like, that's probably the biggest thing we think of when we think of the digital world. At least that's my biggest interaction with it, too. Uh, We don't have a smart home set up currently for our house. But I love all those different pieces that go into that. Can you um, talk? What is that? How would you define a smart home? Oh, like when you walk up nest. and like, yeah, Nest, which is a thermometer or what is it? It's kind of like everything. Thermostat, oh. doorbell cams, webcams. Like it's everything. You can basically regulate and monitor your home from your smartphone. Okay. Yeah. But it's little devices, you know, you can turn on and off lights, you can mm-hmm. change the temperature, you can have a, you know, video recording or Does that feel cumbersome? Ring. 
Well, I don't have that, but I really like that idea okay. or certain pieces of it. Okay. Um, Alexa freaks me out more than like Nest or something. Well, because really? they, well, yeah. because they had. I heard some article, I don't know, and there's a whole team of people that are at Amazon that are listening to that, not specifically to, like, like they're not listening to this conversation, but as a whole, there's a team of people that are actually listening on Amazon. That's for real thing. Wait, Alexa, though, doesn't record. Well, they're, I don't know if it doesn't record, but they're listening at Amazon to see, that's why. What people are asking her? Or, uh, yeah, what, or what people are talking about in the room where Alexa is. That was my understanding of the article. Oh, yeah. Because oh, you can like, hope totally not. tap uh, into stuff, I'm sure. Well, I'm then sure. why do you get Facebook ads that say whatever the hell you're talking about? Mm -hmm. And then... Well, because, but I think, though, if... So you can So your interact. phone is doing that, too. Yeah, the phone is listening. All the time. No, but not like a recording device, though. It's like if you, if you interact with the apps... No, it's always On listening. Alexa. It's always listening. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it freaks you out, right? Okay, and I have Sweaty to tell pits, Amy? I have to tell you this thing <gasps> happened. Okay, so I recently went to I'm um, about to have a panic attack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alexa's yep, up in true. your shit. Yeah. I have a lot. I think we have like we have more than one Alexa. I think we have yeah. like three or four yeah. Alexas. Yeah. We have a Google one. I was listening to some something on the computer about something that said something like something google and google responded from the computer to the thing and i was like what the hell yeah. is going on and that's crazy yes. i um there's a woman that i know who's super into oh gosh what's it called like the the waves transmitting through everything oh uh, radio uh, waves? i don't know it's like the actual like 4g 5g oh, yeah. you know like that the internet thing. Yes, but like all the like Bluetooth, all the waves that are going yep. through the air and like all the studies around mm -hmm. that that are showing Don't hold all the effects. Right. But but even having Wi-Fi mm -hmm. in your mm -hmm. house, uh. she was saying, I mean, she's like disconnected entirely. She only used the old, she uses like the old Ethernet and, yeah. you know, really tries to do everything she can not to have those waves going mm -hmm. on because it's affected her physical body. She's mm. She's like gotten physically sick. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you watched uh, Better Call Saul? Like no. the brother of the main guy, the main character, has this like sensitivity to yes. Uh, yes, the, it's real. the waves. Yes. Yeah. So like he has this whole uh, place in like covered in yes. aluminum foil and stuff. It totally is yeah, the same. Yeah, exactly. Sad. Yeah. Okay so, okay, so. Okay, really quick about the listening thing. So we were, I was in uh, California recently at the Facebook Community Summit, and I'm going to talk about this just a little bit more later on in the episode, but they gave us this gift, this portal thing, and I was playing music in it when I was getting ready in the morning, and it tried to connect to the portal to play the music, and I had, it was still in the box to the speaker, and I was like, what the heck? How, like, it's already listening? Oh, my gosh. And, like, if you go through, like, the terms and conditions, I think it says, like, like you're basically agreeing to that. Let them listen in. But, and then I asked Facebook later on, I'm like, what the hell was that all about? Trying to keep it light and trying to decide, like, do I sell this thing? Like, before we take it out of the box or whatever. And she's like, oh, oh, yeah, I think that it was because it was in a hotel and other people had probably taken theirs out. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I believe that. I want to believe that. Anyway, it's sitting on our uh, shelf in our living room right yeah. now. Whoa. So we decided to go for it. But yeah, it's wild. 
I'm gonna, or, have to, I'm gonna do more research about this. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna check into well, my. Well, and Alexa's. they can track. People can track like the same thing as your phone tracks you everywhere if your location's yes. on, so you know yeah. wherever, like you know. Which which has been an amazing thing when it comes yes. to crime. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Huge benefits. Well, and I was thinking, you love traffic. the podcast oh. on crimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's true though. Yeah, like they can true. trace, they can find people. Right. Yeah. yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Well, and then also I was just thinking about like traffic and being able to be like, oh, traffic is congested yeah. here. It's fantastic. That's awesome. So I think that's interesting when you think about the digital world, you know, social media is a huge thing, right? But then like even just in the last, this tangent, right, has taken us all over the place <laughs> to nest from, yeah. you know, traffic yeah. to the They're journey. all listening to us. Yes. yes. So they're all listening yes. to it. So yeah. I think it's really it's an important thing to think. And maybe I mean, one thing I'm thinking about is like, oh, my connection to the digital world. You know, for me, I do have a lot of apps that I really that I really like. And I really love podcasts. <laughs> and that is a huge I connect to them. And I that's a huge benefit for me. I don't have a huge connection to social media. And in fact, I'm like barely on it, as some of you may have noticed. We but haven't been able to tag you yeah, in no, anything. No, no. So just not really my thing. I'm I'm entertaining the idea of yeah. coming back on. Yeah. But but who knows? I just think that, you know, in some ways it's almost like we could think about this in smaller chunks. Right. You know, what is your connection to the digital world? Mm. But then under that, there's so many oh, subcategories. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking, well, the very large world, this whole 5G things that's happening and that there's this race to get 5G. Like yeah. whoever controls the 5G is then the person is then. I like, don't know about this race. What's... So there's a race that China. <laughs> faster, faster, faster internet. Faster yeah. internet and that. Their China is on the ball with that. We are trying to do that. And mm. then whoever helps implement the 5G in whatever countries, so there's this whole back and forth thing, then there is talk about then that's who controls power. Hmm. So like it's never, it's not about like the superpower is now related to technology and digital information, mm -hmm. which is fascinating. Crazy, isn't it? Yes. Crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So interesting. So, Aaron, did you have, what do you think about your, you know, more of your personal connection with the digital world? I think I have a love-hate relationship with the digital world. Mm. I think social media stuff, sometimes I really like it, and sometimes I have to take it off my phone because mm. it just gets too consuming. What I realize, sometimes when I feel real anxious, then I find myself, like, just flipping through Instagram mm -hmm. pictures. I watch a lot of, like those dodo videos on animals dodo. <laughs> that's like my like that's like what i need like a dodo bird no, well that's called dodo like that's the company and so they mm -hmm. have tons of animal videos <laughs> and i just love like the cow yeah. that's playing fetch with the person uh -huh. i watch that shit all day long that's like my guilty pleasure where i'm like i just need something yes. okay yeah, do we out. have otters holding hands or cows oh. fetching balls because that's what i love yes and so i get real sucked into that but sometimes i need to just take that so right now Mm -hmm. Actually, I put it on last night. But yeah, so I like that. Facebook, I sometimes get into and sometimes don't get into. But in terms of like, I just got a Garmin watch because for trail running. And mm -hmm. I love that thing. And I love that it has all the metrics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it helps You've me. been like, every time I've been seeing you, you're like telling me you're stressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it's it. The newest update. Yeah, I'm like, what, new, where's yes, the stress at today? Yeah. Yes. It's amazing. But you get all these metrics so of, cool. of what's happening. And so I love 
And I listen to Audible and podcasts. And so that Budify. Uh, I don't know Budify. Oh, I love Budify. What is Budify? We'll link to it. Okay. It's, but it's, it's meditation. Oh, it's right. guided yeah. meditations. And ca- the Calm app. And yeah. I used to use Headspace. And so heart all math. That, and heart math. All that stuff is mm-hmm. has benefited my life a ton. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. think that you just have to be mindful of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you guys? I Actually, I think I kind of got off track but like i <laughs> really no that's just kind of how that i'm doing shocking. today i know it's totally out of character for me i don't know what's up today anna what is your relationship with the digital world <laughs> your <us>. connection <laughs> oh you're ready for me to talk again <laughs> all right who are you gonna call <laughs> generally i would say i love it yeah mm-hmm. generally you're a huge fan huge and fan. a huge user yeah i yeah. like it and i it works for me and yeah. I found ways mm-hmm. to make it work for mm-hmm. me. And, you know, I tend to go all in with things. Yeah. And when so it great. feels like too much or when my husband tells me, <clears throat> you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're on your phone too much, I say, oh, hell no. Well, <laughs> yeah, just tell me that. <laughs> I feel like through this whole podcast experience, if you've been in touch with our social media with the podcast, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm very, very lucky to have had to been alongside you in in your process of this social media genius thing <laughs> mm-hmm. because that is a uh, should market been that super yeah. super good learning for me and so you called me your marketing mama or yeah. something you know <laughs> like, my guru you're oh. my guru come on uh-huh. yep uh-huh yeah it's good you're yes. like i was like a little baby erin come on yeah. I will guide <laughs> come on i'll show this. you <laughs> here's why we do this way yes oh, and so it's been super funny. helpful so yeah yeah well, along that What that about you? Line, Do you love it or hate it? I or? said I wanted to compartmentalize Oh, it. I see. So I, see. I my take was like, the social media, no. Not, I mean, I don't even, re- I'm not really even on it. I do like yeah. Instagram, kind of. Why Why do you like Instagram, but not? Um, and I'm guessing the other one would be Facebook that Yeah, so prefer. honestly, like, I got off of Facebook during the election. Oh, okay. That, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. This is just not. And then, um, so I haven't been on since. Okay. And it's not like I was a huge user before. Mm-hmm. But then, and then Instagram, I like, I like to see pictures of what friends are doing, I guess. But sometimes it also gets to be too much for me. Yeah. And so. One of the benefits of Instagram, I think, is that you can see things from all over the world. Like the picture's worth a thousand words mm-hmm. idea. It's like you don't have to know the language to be able to experience mm-hmm. these beautiful things. I do and like Instagram the It's best. pretty cool. Me yeah. too. Yeah. But I, I don't want to I think do the other thing that I like about Instagram is, so, have you heard of the Jackalope Art Fair? Do you know no. the Jackalope Art Oh, it's so good. You guys got to go. It's in local Colorado. People? Yeah. It's yeah. like local artists. dry shampoo. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's local artisans. And it's like, it's basically an indoor giant farmer's market, but no vegetables. No, it's not a farmer's market. (laughs) That's not right. Artisan. It's an artisan fair or festival. But we'll also link to it because I like it because so all of those little companies, they had their little business cards and they all had Instagram feeds. And it was just that was one of the reasons oh. that I do love how businesses can use Instagram yeah. yep. and then I can follow them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in some ways, it's just I kind of like almost using it as like shopping. Yeah. Like a shopping app. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird? I'm sure they're very happy to hear I that. Know. <laughs> I know. I know, but want. it's true. Yeah. Well, and as a digital creator myself, that's it's 
you know, having social media, partly why I like it is because I'm able as a small business owner to reach far more people through these platforms than I would be able to do if it was just like something local. Maybe that's maybe that's my thing is that personally, I don't like sharing in that form, Mm -hmm. but um, as a marketer or like as a person who is consumer? in sales and marketing oh, okay. and as just a regular consumer, it's an amazing tool. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So and, you know, just for small businesses, mm-hmm. it's incredible. Mm-hmm. So so I guess, yeah, love, hate. But yeah. I'm also I'm, again, like I'm just not a huge user of yeah, social right. media. Yep. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Cool. So there is a really great article that I think is goes right along with this conversation. So I'm just going to read this little quote here from The New Tech of Relationships, Three Stories of How Our New Alliance with Technology. And this is written by Margaret E. Morris and was found in m.noddle.us. Clever. <laughs> oh, I think that just means it's a mobile link. <laughs> the M. Oh, Nautilus? <laughs> oh, mobile Nautilus? Or just like Noddle. Oh, no, not all the US. It's clever. It's oh, a clever. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Is, uh, it went right over my head. Okay. Clearly. Here we go. So, <laughs> the quote. over my head. I'm like, what? what? Not a list. Ready for the quote? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're ready. Good job. <laughs> all right. Our relationship to technology and the benefits we reap from it depends on how much we make it our own. This realization has motivated me to contextualize the drumbeat we hear about the perils of technology, particularly social media. Increased isolation, difficulty empathizing, and impaired conversational skills. Rather than regarding technology as an external force or temptation that we have to struggle against, I propose thinking about the alliances that we form with technology. And then in this article, there were three different ways that they talk about. One is the connected lights, and I thought that was really cool. It was a story about this couple who lived in... Into, or li- had distance it was a distance long distance relationship mm. and they had something similar to like a nest cam or you know mm-hmm. some way of controlling lights mm. in their apartments from their smartphones mm. and so by <laughs> They're all showing <laughs> no but by that's how they showed connection is that like the one person would turn on the lights for the other and then vice versa and so they would connect in that way oh, which I thought was really sweet and then it also they're just like talked. and we have a ghost yeah <laughs> yes. I don't know yes. if we did it yeah but I thought it was sweet and then the article went on to talk about the importance of light which then made me oh. think about our last podcast right and yeah. just how it all goes together oh, but it was really it. interesting yeah mm-hmm. and then there was the mood phone so this What's is another this? way that they were saying you can use you know technology what here is the mood phone so some another couple they one guy was um like having issues they were kind of like two ships sailing oh, you know okay. past and not connecting at mm-hmm. all and so one of the i think it was the the guy in the relationship had some app on his phone that was tracking his mood oh mood yeah, sometimes I, I tell people to use that yeah i don't real, know real what helpful. the name of it was oh. but just in the article they said there wasn't a mood app right. and there's then, a bunch of them yeah. yeah and then that allowed him to open up and have a conversation with his wife or partner about what he was tracking or what he was seeing in his patterns of his moods and so i don't know it was i thought that was interesting too like just thinking about not not even necessarily the technology being the thing that connects them but that it can be used as a tool to then have a conversation i have have my whenever i'm training for a race my running coach doesn't live in the area and so 
we have a Google Doc where I can like she writes in my schedule and then I write in how the the workout was. And so over that over that time, she realized like I'd be like, I don't know why my energy is so low. And she said, well, it, as we're looking through the doc, it's because every time I get my period, like before, it, mm. then I get really, really tired. And so oh. she was able to tell through that. But point being oh. is that technology yes. is awesome and it was a totally affecting my mood and my ability to train because I was so tired. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's uh, yeah. a good way. And, and just the connection. Yes, I mean, really, right? like if you use it or, you right. know, if it doesn't, whatever. But anyway, or. Again, thinking about the alliances, right. I guess. Yep. So, and then the last one was the solar system. So basically, it was a visual representation of connections, which mm. I thought was super interesting. But you can. What is that all about? Yeah. So my understanding is that there was a woman who was. You're all in super interesting, and I'm not going to tell you. I about know. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the link so you can read about it. Yeah. Come on, Amy. Come on. Tell us. No, this one. So there was a woman who was worried about her elderly mother, and she was having some guilt around not caring for her the way she oh. wanted to. And then she also had a lot of other people in her life and relationships, you know, kids, friends, partner, whatever it was. And she wanted to somehow. So what they did is there was an app that basically pulled from her calendar and her email and her phone conversation and her text messages that then they could and they put it. All of that information or data was then represented in a solar system Hmm. so that the bright star was like the person or the people that she was connecting to the most. Oh, interesting. It was, it's, I don't know. I didn't have to read the article. It was really interesting. But anyway, she was, she was pleased because that visual representation showed that she actually was really taking good care oh. and pre- and showing up for her mom. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. You know what I so. think about? I wonder, so I grew up with a dad that would was in the Navy and he would do six and nine month cruises and it was all like oh. letters. And so I really wonder what it's like for military families nowadays, like with FaceTime and with, yes. you know, technology being so vastly different than it was when I was a kid. Mm. Like, I wonder how my relationship with my dad would be different mm, today and when a I was a point. kid yeah. by having that connection. That's super know, interesting. Right? Because it would be like, oh, eight, nine months later, you know, hey. or six months later, like, oh, hi, I've been totally different kid or person, yeah, you know, and right. who, who are you? You know, you have to get, know, get to know each other again. Right. And yeah, I, I'm really curious about that. And it's allowed, you know, my son, where my, our, my immediate family right now, like we don't have family around us. So it has really allowed us to give Henry, my son, a relationship with his grandparents that he wouldn't have otherwise. Yes, FaceTime is huge for my kids. Yeah. And out-of-town family. Yeah. Yeah. It's been such a gift. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I guess that kind of goes into the next question about just what do you see as far as how connection is it lost or is it enhanced or somewhere in between i mean i know we just touched on facetime and that's an enhancement yeah i mean i feel like you know one of the challenges that we had at one point was that 
I worked on was my screen time. And it's Mm. partly because I was noticing internally that I was not operating the way I wanted to. I wasn't showing up in the way I wanted to with those closest to me. So it was like, is the screen serving you or not? Like, is it a barrier to your connection with those that you're in a room with? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. like, oh, it bugs me so much. Like when my husband's on his phone, I mean, I do it too, but I'm like, well, I'm working, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, the easy justification. I'm like, I'm not playing like freaking words with friends or whatever. I'm working, Mm -hmm. you know, like, so I feel like kind of like self-righteous in that, Mm -hmm. but it bugs me so much when other people are on their phones around Mm me. I think with all this connection stuff, I was listening to an interview with the Cal Newport. He wrote this book called Digital Minimalism. Mm -hmm. And I think with the connection thing, which I didn't think about, but it was when we, they talked about how when we switch our attention from one thing to another thing to another thing. And so he was given the example of people are on email and then they're on Slack and then they're on text message and they're all, and they switch their attention uh, or someone comes in and interrupts or needs a meeting or needs mm-hmm. something that it takes like, however, we, we lose productivity time because we're switching from one yes. thing to the other thing. And, and on, in the interview, they were talking about how if you have, it's basically a superpower focus now and that if you can focus for two hours a day just two hours a day that you are like way ahead of the game wow which is (laughs) crazy so he has a whole program on digital minimalism just about how to do that and he was saying like younger like older people that that haven't had social media and digital stuff as part of their lives have an easier time of Detox. I mean, it's hard, but then detoxing off of it. But but younger people, like under twenty or uh, millennials, have a really hard time because they have no idea what they want to do with their time. Mm. So like they have yes. no like interests or hobbies or whatever because all of it has been online focused, yeah. which yes. I think is super fascinating. So I just wonder how that's going to impact the world. Or when they talk about this virtual reality, mm-hmm. like everything is going to oh, move to virtual reality. I, that's crazy. And have you ever done that? No. no. But that's I'm sure it's crazy. awesome. They they had a thing in like Alaskan prisons or something where they put virtual reality on the prisoners and it helped like helped oh, them wow. to They're like, re- rehabilitate. It'd be yeah. awesome, but it was great. And so they could go oh. to wherever while they were in jail and meditate, I think was oh. what the whole thing was. But it was that's fascinating. Awesome. So So that's a great way for technology to be used but then it's like what if i watch that what's that two up or one up that i just worry like everyone's gonna be sitting in their houses with their big vr goggle things on and like i tried it actually again at that facebook community summit oh really yeah it's they have um a thing of what I don't even know the name of it. But yeah, I tried it at the Facebook Community Summit and I it was so, so, so disorienting. I had to take it off. Like made like you, you motion felt, sickness? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It made me like just not feel good. Wow. And maybe it was because it, it was something new and maybe like trying it a second time would be fine, but it was really disorienting. Mm. Interesting. Erin, mm. I just want to go about, back to what you said because uh-huh. this article, it's called Bored and Lonely, uh-huh. Blame Your Phone. Mm. <laughs> and it is by Sean Eiling, I think, okay. from Vox.com. And it, it was all about a book that someone, Susan J. Matt was a co-author of, but it's all about how, let me see if I can find the, so boredom didn't even exist until the mid 19th century. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then it goes on to talk about how 
This is by Susan J. Matt. So she was one of the co-authors. I think today we generally call being alone loneliness. Often in the 19th century, people talked about it in terms of solitude, and it was generally seen in a more positive, redemptive light. And it goes on to talk about how like being alone or in solitude, how it was positive and also really fed creativity and that, oh, then yeah, in the yeah. last seven years that they that is whatever, not happening the, well that there that you finally in the first time in history in the last seven years that you can choose not to have any solitude in your entire life like because be you can be yes, constantly exactly. entertained which mm-hmm. is i don't i that part i do not think is good for people yeah so i have another one it, so this is another quote same article so the smartphone represents a pretty dramatic shift in our expectations of companionship mm-hmm. and entertainment and a shift in how we respond to feelings like boredom and loneliness mm-hmm. because you can choose not to right mm-hmm. yeah right right which is like because some i was like even on my run this morning i was thinking like oh i'll listen to something and then i was like no i can't take anything <laughs> in my brain and so mm-hmm. i just need to be in the woods by myself mm-hmm. no headphones just with my breath and that i can tell that i'm really maxed out when i when i cannot listen to anything when i'm running because sometimes like when i'm running i listen to a book on tape or i listen to a podcast my brain is like firing but it's mm-hmm. just not tired yeah. right now so it's, yeah so it's not helpful yeah but, yeah but i don't think that people voluntarily take that time to to turn just it be, off to, well yeah. to just be in solitude and right. if you hear like right. i listen to people that go on these 10-day meditation retreats or oh, like yes. there was some author that i can't remember and he does like a 50 day or like a three wow. month three month med- silent meditation retreat. my stepfather-in-law and, did that he yeah, did 10 I, well, I want to yeah. do i totally want to do yeah, that but then like talk to all these all then your creative process gets started because yeah. your brain is finally has time to rest yes and, like yeah. There's a book, actually, I got it from the library, and it's called Bored and Brilliant. And it's exactly on this topic. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I'm very excited about it. And my little son, Henry, he started saying, Mama, I'm bored. And and I've been trying to reply with, it's okay to be bored. (laughs) You know, it's like, yes, get all the crayons, make a fort, like, do something. Because your brain just has time, like, you Mm -hmm. just to be. That, I think, is one of, like, the most beautiful things. I I just love seeing how my kids can, they can, like, the uh, gift of play. Yeah. And and how it doesn't, I mean, of course, we go through, you know, waves of more screen time than other times. But in general, like, they can just play. Yeah. Yep. And what a what a great thing that is. Do yeah. they have imaginary friends like Nooper? No, no Noopers in our <laughs> house. We don't Aww. have a Nooper either. Aww, no <laughs> Noopers. So I'm curious what, so we're at the age, we're all around 40-ish. Um, right. Where we had the experience of, grow, you know, speaking of children, we had the experience of growing up without this kind of technology and then now we have it. Like, I really feel like we're at we're a really cool age to be able to have that experience hmm. of very, you know. Plugging phones on the wall. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, call waiting. Those, how about, how about the first ca- car phones? Oh, yeah, like, my man. dad had one of those. Oh, yeah. Man. Like, to see what it used to be like yeah. and to see what it's like now and yes. to be able to have both of those, those experiences. Like, I feel really lucky yeah. to be at that age to experience both and to, like, you know, have the like the AOL and like the first, you know, 
the world before the internet existed. When That's you could hear crazy. like the calling up of the, yes. the dialing into yeah, the Yeah, and then yes. like someone picking up the phone and be like, get off, yes. get off the, you know. Well, yeah. I, was talking, I was talking to my How mother. about encyclopedias? Oh, uh, yeah, how about yeah, the Britannia people yes. that would go? Oh, yes. Like you had to look right. up for all your papers in school. Yeah, like my mother on the, in, in was, the encyclopedias. Was talking about how they used to have, what are they, the family line or the group line? Oh. Where yeah. you would, four houses would be connected to the same phone line <laughs> yeah. and I was like this oh, party line right. party line party line yeah, oh. yeah yeah she was talking about the party line it's yeah. crazy but like yeah uh-huh. it's a whole different it's so it's yeah. so different and mm-hmm. I went to photo school when I first moved out to Colorado that's what brought me here and we I learned on uh, film oh sure in the dark room and then when the digital cameras came out everyone was like oh no yeah it'll never be as good as film and you know like just i remember that, like, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah just like this idea that there's no way digital can compare and yeah. then <laughs> i was telling amy about this the other day when we were talking about this episode i was like <laughs> my high school boyfriend chad <laughs> that's such a bro name chad. <laughs> uh, but he got into this business and it was like this internet thing this was when the internet was still new and i was like you could you know order things and i remember thinking why in the world would anyone order something from the computer when you could just go to the store and get it (laughs) and like like i was like i remember thinking good luck dude and then now so now she broke up with him yeah she broke up with him over this (laughs) no not because of that but i just remember thinking like that that's not going to take yeah. off. What? Yeah. That's such a silly idea. And so now, whenever I'm like, you know what? I could be wrong. I think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like thank you, me. Chad, for that lesson in yeah. life. <laughs> thank you, internet. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember when you used to get emails, though, when you first got email, how exciting it was mm-hmm. to get emails, like when you were in college and you mm-hmm. would get friends mm-hmm. would send you an email? Oh, oh I remember uh, telling chats. Oh, oh, AOL chat. Oh, yeah. Oh. I didn't do AOL chat. Oh, for my friends in college when we'd be home on breaks. Oh, oh. it'd be so great. Yeah. I love Did you it. have an old flip phone? I did. Of like course. The, yeah. yeah. I yeah. still have my same phone number that I had when from my very first cell phone. Really? Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I remember telling someone, do not I had a phone me- before oh. you could save your phone number. Like I had oh. a 203 and I don't think I could save it. Oh, interesting. You couldn't what? You couldn't transfer it, I mean. You know how, like, you can keep your phone number? Oh, oh I yeah, mean, yeah, I yeah, yeah, the yeah. Same I don't phone, think, same I don't think that was always the case, oh, really? was it? I don't I've know. Had mine since, I don't know. Actually, the I same know. one since 2000, 1999 or 2000. Is that crazy? That's crazy. Yes. Okay, maybe I just didn't know you could. I, I win, know. Amy. <laughs> you win. <laughs> I lose. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I remember it's not a competition. Okay, good. <laughs> but I remember, no, I remember telling people, like, don't text me. There's no way I'm going to get it. It's, it'll be days. Like, why would people text me? That's so silly. Like, so it's and like. now? Now. Only text. Yeah, now text listen only. to Anna's voicemail. Yeah. Because it, <laughs> it says, says, don't leave me Actually, voicemail. I don't check my voicemail. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it really says that. Oh, okay. yeah. Like, I'm I love not that. kidding. No, you were I not kidding. <laughs> I love that. So there is another interesting quote here from uh, theconversation.com. Compared with teenagers in previous decades, iGen teens are less likely to get together with their friends. They're also less likely to go to parties, go out with friends, ride, date, ride in cars for fun, go to shopping malls, or go to the movies. 
It's not because they are spending more time on work, homework, or extracurricular activities. Today's teens hold fewer paid jobs, homework time is either unchanged or down since the 1990s, and time spent on extracurricular activities is about the same. Yet, they're spending less time with their friends in person and by large margins. In the late 1970s, 52% of 12th graders got together with their friends almost every day. By 2017, only 28% did. Whoa. The drop was especially pronounced after 2010. I was at a, the Mammoth, is that who the professional lacrosse game team is? We right. In Mile High Stadium where the Broncos <laughs> play, and we were in the front row because Chris got work tickets, and there was eight high school boys in the front row, and every single one of them in the middle of the game, in the front row, were on their phones. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. At least they were together. <laughs> based on that article right. that is yeah. depressing right. yeah. yeah well and i have a similar experience we were in golden colorado mm-hmm. there's clear creek that runs through downtown golden beautiful area rafting whatever all the colorado type of things going on there and i was looking around and i was like what in the world is happening literally every single person we looked at was staring at their phone it was insane like mm-hmm. it was so depressing and so just like here you are in this gorgeous place and then we were like oh it's probably a pokemon go thing like what the heck so weird what the heck are they like looking for this pokemon thing i don't know but it was so weird it was so like what the hell is happening here that's a good question it is kind of like (laughs) out of this world like are we be just are we just becoming our smartphones are like (laughs) our next extremity Cell phones are the BFFs. You know, yeah. and then it's like, ugh, everybody's getting like neck problems. Well, did you see that body thing? problems. Or finger issues. Yeah, because they're just into it. Did you see that Yikes. thing? And I think it was, and it ended up being proven like as like a fake news type of thing. But people were getting, it was like a picture of people getting horns. <laughs> like a horn growing on the back of their uh, skull from the radioactive or whatever <laughs> from the cell phones. Is Did you see this going around? Yeah, it ended up being disproven. <laughs> but everybody was like, like oh, Anna, yeah. that is not real. <gasps> that's why I said. No, that's why I said it was fake news. But like, oh, I didn't hear that. Oh, oh gosh. Sure. Okay. <laughs> you're okay. like, that sounds like BS. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I no, think you're true. full of shit, Anna. <laughs> yeah. So it ended up being disproven. But right, like, okay. I mean, people were like, yeah, that totally sounds about right. I mean, you know. <laughs> No. Isn't that crazy? No, I'm going to put my foot down here. We are not going to grow horns. Well. well. <laughs> Look what Anna no. thought about the internet. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was boy. a really bad idea. <laughs> yep. Horns. There's no way help. that's going to take off. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Well, I think, it is, I th- yeah. think it's interesting because... I was talking before we started this recording is that I feel like digital, the digital world is a lot like food and now because we have mm. to be connected in mm. some ways and food you have to eat, but you can do all sorts. Like if you eat too many brownies, that is not good. Right. Yeah. But if you don't eat anything, that is not good either. And so it feels like it's kind of like you have yeah. to be somewhat connected yeah. and have to. So well, I just and like wonder all the relationships, all that's, I think that's a really good comparison. And you think about like, food addiction mm-hmm. or like food you know programs that help people with there's food a treatment issues. center for online stuff in california yeah. i think now for the first one like digital addiction yeah. yep yeah yeah so it's real it is it's real super real gotta, i get twitchy honestly when i'm like i left my phone we went to fireworks and i was like oh my gosh i don't have my phone with me and it i was like oh, i gotta go run up and get it and 
I ended up just being like, it's fine. Whatever comes through during this time, I'm going to let it go or whatever till later. And it ended up being like, I felt really disoriented, not having it, not even for my main excuse of taking photos. But like, you know, it really made me realize like, I'm so connected to this device. Like, I find myself, if I am not with my kids, I do not want my phone far at all. Hmm. But then as soon as I get with my kids, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'll leave it. You know, I can Mm -hmm. leave it. But if I'm not with them, which is totally, I mean, obviously like very attached and, you know, maybe helicopter-ish or whatever. I don't care. I frankly, I don't really care, but (laughs) that's the truth. You know, like if I don't have my kids on me, if I don't have my kids with me, then I have my phone on me always. Well, and there's, there's interesting stuff that comes up with, um, I read an article about um, how having just the phone in the room or on the table in your line of sight changes the conversation because people are kind of distracted. Oh, I believe that. Absolutely. 100%. So on, speaking of digital stuff, but on on Instagram, I follow this guy, Gary V. And so he talks about, he's this entrepreneur guy and he has all sorts of opinions about lots of things. Some of it interesting. (laughs) He has a lot of opinions. opinions. But he presents a thing where he doesn't think that digital stuff is an issue at all and that you should just give kids full reign of... (laughs) of electronic stuff because that's the way the world's going. There's some unschooling beliefs like that too. What is super interesting, but then also the part that I think is not addressed or the part that I wonder is because they're so, I I wonder about the, because I'm a therapist obviously, but like the, is the people don't know how to self-soothe because they always have their phone to go through. And so if they're feeling anxious or they're feeling any sort of uncomfortable thing and you go and you get this hit from your phone, Mm -hmm. I think that they, that phone the phone is as addictive as like heroin or crack yeah. or something. And some, I don't know the study about that, but it's like, so yes, we're going this way back to like the, the eating comparison, but it's just, it's super interesting that like, I don't know that there's a right answer to any of it. Right. But certainly worth being very aware. Very, very mindful of, of like that. your, how, how we use it, mm-hmm. when we use it. Actually just jumping ahead and this is off topic, but I wonder if the like awareness takeaway would be just putting your phone away when you're having one on one or in your in conversation. Yeah, that'd be really good. Because I think that's great. I love to not have it mm-hmm. when I can. Yeah, but then if what, like, like think about like even for coffee. Yeah, when we have our coffees, I usually leave it in the car. We don't have yeah, our no. phones. Yeah. Mm-mm. We don't. And it certainly helps with connection. (laughs) Actually, one time (laughs) when I was talking about something serious, Anna was... uh, I Shazam. Shazam. We've talked about this. I just like to give a shit. You looked at me like, like, oh, Mm -hmm. I didn't have it out. So the other thing I think... Well, the other thing I think to be (laughs) just the with the awareness of, of how you're using it is the authenticity piece. And Anna, I know you brought this up in episode one. Mm hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit about how authenticity and and coming from an authentic place and using social media is helpful? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. So for me, the reason, part of why I like social media so much, um, and it, I can't think of digital without thinking of social media, but why it's fun for me is because I really, really strive to show up as my true self in all I do online. So a lot of my businesses, you know, my blog and then we save.com is all online. Like I have a spinning fast boot camp, but like all these different things that I do that are online, these communities I've built um, have been because I've showed up as 
uh, my true self. And that's my aim. Uh, any, you know, like blog post I write or anything like that, like are very conversational, very true to how I speak in real life. And I think that's why I enjoy it. And I always try to end, uh, I always try to think about who's listening or who's reading it and say like, how is this going to benefit them? Like at the end of the day, I want to hear their tips. I want to hear their feedback. And so if you come at it as like, here's how I can take these conversational tips and kind of modify them to work in an online digital environment, this is how I can make it fulfilling to me. Whereas if you're just like throwing shit up there and just being like, hey, look at how amazing I am. And, you know, kind of like, I don't think that that doesn't serve me. And it, I, don't I mean, think that serves anybody. I mean, sometimes, honestly, I will throw up a picture where I'm like, damn, I look good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm looking rough, but this picture, I was looking good. And I'm just <laughs> going to put this up there because I want to. You know, so there's that too, just for fun's sake. But like, I think, you know, not taking it too seriously, taking breaks from it. Also, I schedule out a lot of my content. Like, so talking about like, taking breaks and like uh the interruptions that you're talking about with Mm -hmm. like having switching gears and all this stuff like i've really found that uh by bulk doing a lot of my online tasks uh by different software with through different softwares uh i'm able to be way more intentional about how i am showing up online where it's more of like here and in this section i'm gonna like plan out some content and then you know like for a few minutes during the day, I'm going to respond and I'm going to be able to fully show up and answer these questions or get to know these people a little bit better. And that makes it fulfilling to me. I've just being since starting this podcast and having the Facebook group stuff, I think that is it's super like I didn't understand that until we started with this. And so you didn't understand. I didn't understand like, uh, what is this group? Stuff. Oh, because like, I suggested. Well, because we you were a... like, ah, and I'm like, okay. But <laughs> well, I was like, yeah. I think we need to have a Facebook group and like where all our, <laughs> where we encourage people to go to interact and where we can talk to people because. But I it's mean, been fascinating. Like it's, yeah. and the interaction has been awesome. And so I, I uh, have a new appreciation for that because it's been, I, it's just, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. There's another article here about teens uh, being optimistic about technology and its uses. And it says over half, 51%, said that during times when they felt lonely, tech provided a solution to their loneliness, such as enabled them to make new friends, receive support and advice, as well as read positive comments online. So the question I have for that is that, so that we're not teens, so does that just make us old? Right. Right? Right. Because we don't see, necessarily have the, or I don't know, I don't have the same viewpoint as that most mm-hmm. of the time and mm-hmm. so does that just make me old like i'm not getting it mm-hmm. you know <laughs> right right you might be right. right yeah so like i mean do you ever go on like reddit for example no okay so i really like reddit yeah, it's be- great because it's like Why? a place where you can get it's pretty anonymous i guess yeah it is totally anonymous i mean there's a way to kind of see more about people that's beside the point <laughs> Delete. <laughs> Stalker. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but yeah, so on Reddit, it's really great because you get to see or read about different people's experiences in uh, like questions that you might want to ask or know more about, but not necessarily have people in your life that are going through that that you know of to ask about these specific things. So it do you ever you, like, do Quora? I have. Uh, mm-hmm 
heard about that one as well and have looked into Quora? that as well. What is that? Q-U-O-R-A.com. Yeah. And there's another one. You can post questions and it, oh, it's just, okay. it's a good, it's a great. Yeah. You can kind of be anonymous. And yeah. there's a group called on Facebook called Wives Anonymous. And it's like, you can ask questions anonymously oh. and search. It's really cool to get people's experiences and see, you know, what people have gone through or what they're going through and in all of these, you know, kind of community forums and kind of see like, you know, maybe I'm not going through that right now, but it's interesting to see what other people's experiences mm-hmm. are. And then people can comment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll post it. Yeah. I'll I also think it. I listened to an interview about the the people that created Strava, which is uh like the online originally for like cycling, but then you mm. can... It's like a social media for active people, but I am not super involved with that. But Chris has gotten, is starting to dabble in it and it's like just super interesting. And they were talking about how, how people love it because is you it like s- accountability stuff. And Chris <laughs> is your husband. Oh, We've mentioned him a couple times <laughs> yeah, on this Chris episode. Chris is my husband. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but, but it's, yeah, accountability and they also have like challenges and they have, uh, you can connect into a network of people. And so if you go uh, on a ride or you got a personal best, then people can give you feedback like high fives. Oh, okay. Um, and so you get a lot of like support to keep going mm-hmm. um, or can comment on a run or like all sorts of different things or to get, can get you out if you're like uh, struggling, you know? And so I just don't think as a, another. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Great technological resource so (laughs) right speaking of teenagers and tech and stuff is i wonder if teens are like cruising anymore you know like how they talked about like going on a ride or whatever in cars oh yeah like we used to in lincoln nebraska we would do this thing cruising o which is O was the O Street was like the main drag oh yeah and like Uh it's so we we did it too yeah so like it was awesome. We've got to get it. We've got to get a teen in here. Oh yeah, we need their yes. like, yeah, their take. Did you ever do cruising? Oh yeah, but Absolutely. I mean, it was a lot of just you know, goof. I mean, who knows what I was up to trying driving to get... around in cars. <laughs> trying. To... <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally different. Time. Yeah. It really. I wonder if people so. still do that. Well, isn't there a thing though that that like driving in and of itself is less appealing because of uber and there's a, a Shit is whole crazy to me yeah like there's a whole thing about oh where was i reading this but there's a whole thing about kids um, are just not interested they're not interested in driving like oh. i was like chomping at the bit yes to drive yeah. oh freedom yeah. yes yes yeah yeah it's that i can't even wrap my head around that yeah yeah mm-hmm. telling you I paid five hundred dollars. We're old. I'm telling that's you, what that's this what this comes down to. I'm telling you, we're just we're old. old. We are. Oh we are. I paid five hundred. I walked up the hill. I know it. Ways to school. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's what this episode sounds oh like. This, I know. Gosh. Totally sounds like that. Oh well, my. not entirely I don't think though. Technology. I mean, I think like so. Let's let's talk about this. The like smaller groups. Yeah, is can be really beneficial. And Anna, you're kind of the you know, expert over here on your, do you want to talk a little bit about when you went out to Facebook? Yeah. So I had the opportunity to go to Facebook headquarters in California. It was freaking crazy, San Francisco, and go to the Facebook community summit. And so talk about setting a goal. So Facebook has a goal that Mark Zuckerberg said, (laughs) and, and that is to make sure every single human on the planet is connected to a meaningful community on Facebook. When Anna was telling us that in coffee when she came back, her eyes were 
big and bright. Like, yes. That's big goals. I'm going to have big goals. Yeah. 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 You're stoked when you Very I was like, they know how to set a goal. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, go big. Yeah. Yeah. Go big I really go appreciate home. that. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just really cool. Um, And I mean... There's an interesting article about like using Facebook groups as therapy and people Mm -hmm. that are uh, sharing like their deepest secrets on Facebook. And, you know, it's there's a lot of power in Facebook groups. And this is why I knew it had to be something that we did for this podcast, this creative Facebook group, because uh, I saw how it has helped actually my spending fasters group that is uh, for my blog. It helps people going through a spending fast, helps people who are trying to get out of debt. And I remember feeling how so much shame and isolation when I was going. Do you want to do just a quick shout out to your website or where people can find that? Yeah, sure. And then we save.com. And then the group that goes along with that is spendingfastersgroup.com. Thanks, Amy. Mm-hmm. And that really is a place for people to go to to feel less alone with their debt. And a lot of the listeners of uh, this podcast are members of that group. And I'm so thankful that they have (laughs) they're coming over over. and listening. But I feel like there is a true like kindness in that group. And every single time I talk about that group, it's like my heart gets all warm. And I just because it's like it's super, super important for me to make sure that community is not judgmental, to make sure it's encouraging and kind and loving. And there's enough shame that we put on ourselves and that society puts on us for having debt and getting into this mess. And I just remember like how stupid I felt, you know, like getting into that situation that it's like this community that I'm building, the culture of it has to be kind. Mm. And so like anyone who does how any cool like that trolling... You- it's it's great that Facebook allows you to really monitor that. Yeah. And really, you know, yeah, I just kick out them. any bad apples. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you're trolling? Bye. Yeah. No, we're not having it. We're not judgmental. Uh, don't act like you know how to handle this situation mm-hmm. way better than someone else when mm-hmm. you're in the group, too. Mm-hmm. So it's super important, I think, to to be the example of how the group runs and to truly reinforce that because like in every single community that I build, like with the, our podcast group, with any, um, I have a VIP group too, for people who want like even more help with getting out of debt with like weekly coaching from me and stuff or, you know, weekly contact. Uh, it's something that I make a concerted effort to make yeah. sure those communities are kind. And I feel like and you safe. Have to, it sounds like, oh, yeah, which yeah, I think is such a sure. huge thing with social media. But yeah. if, if these smaller groups are, safe and secure and kind yeah then that is that a is real a powerful, powerful tool because people will not share what they're going through if they feel like they're going to be judged right yes. and, and it's like in real life that happens and mm-hmm. it happens in online too and so it's like i truly feel there is a lot of power in these community groups as uh this article states of like like therapy and amy do you want to Read this part here. Yeah. So this article is from theatlantic.com and the title is Facebook Emotional Support Groups. Over the past year, Facebook has been consciously emphasizing groups, part of an effort per Mark Zuckerberg to, quote, give people the power to build community and bring the world closer together, end quote. These groups cover interests ranging as widely as the human imagination, 
Facebook has turned into a gathering place for strangers sharing their deepest secrets. Emotional support groups have sprung up around topics broad and narrow. Diabetes, addiction, egg donation, a specific birth control device now pulled from the U.S. market, (laughs) parenting children who might grow up to be psychopaths, (laughs) rare diseases that affect only a few dozen patients in the whole world. The Internet has always promised to connect people by common interest rather than geography. And with its 2 billion user base, Facebook is where those connections are often being made. For people searching for support, Facebook is a one-stop shop. There's a, now, that is quite a sales pitch, I a, just gotta <laughs> say. We yeah. are not being sponsored no, by Facebook. But Facebook, if Facebook wants but to sponsor us, we will yes. consider it. Yes. <laughs> they, I was listening to I, this on whatever I was listening to, but this dude wanted to get involved and, in, you know, because they have different when you click that you want to go to this group. That, mm-hmm. So he wanted to just go and just uh, expand his social network. And so he created an app or a Facebook something where he could just connect into random experiences. And so <laughs> when you get the random experience, like this is the one that is in the roulette and it pops up for you, then you go to it. And so his whole thing was crazy. Oh. He went to like someone's, it was a public group. So he went to someone's house on Christmas Eve for dinner and he went to like some weird strip club and then he went to like (laughs) but he was talking about all these stories and then went to some like random like gun meeting or something just like all these different (laughs) experiences and so he was just talking about and then that was all and he was creating this community i don't know where it is now or what it's called but he and all these people love that idea and yeah and then you end up in all these random places where you definitely wouldn't necessarily go there Yeah. yeah yeah So you're talking so about that. Funny. I love that. Uh-huh. Huh. That's cool. And it's like, I'm signing up for that. I, I, I want to sign up. I'm I need a link. <laughs> right. Well, and you know what I think like... is interesting is that we've only really talked about Facebook and Instagram, which I think also is an indicator of our age. Yeah. Hmm. Because like um, Snapchat. Snapchat. Oh, like there's just. I had to watch a freaking tutorial on how to do that. Yeah. I'm not the <laughs> target yeah. demographic. Again, <laughs> this is a marker of our age. But so Spotify, right? Yeah. If we talk about different ways to connect. So music yeah. on Spotify. It's crazy that you can do a music playlist and then send that to someone so like handy. we don't yeah it's great and you, you don't, don't have to burn a cd or make a mixtape anymore <laughs> yeah right <laughs> let me get my marker yeah. right. hearts on there uh-huh this is so, yeah yeah so yeah. for christmas for multiple years in my 20s i would create anna's mad mix yes. oh yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> i actually one of my sister-in-laws she always makes mixtape or she burns them she we do cds Still? Uh-huh. yes oh, yeah, yeah. My yeah, friend found, yeah, found it in her car and she sent me a picture of like 2012. It's awesome. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> she's like, look what I found in my car. That's great. Uh-huh. So fun. But yeah, that's a great way to connect too. Yeah. It's just like sharing cool. playlists and mm-hmm. music. and Or even if you go to, if I go to a yoga class and they're like, oh, I'm on Spotify and then you can get their playlist. Yes. Like, that's so cool. Yes. Good. I used to be on Pandora and I was like, what's the deal with Spotify? Like, it can't be that much better. Turns out it's really great. It is really great. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. So with that, let's talk about our uh, the nugget, the awareness challenge. What's it going to be? <laughs> we love nuggets. We okay. Love nuggets. I actually think, and this isn't something that we had talked about, but I think that w- part of it should be turn off your notifications. Like I agree. That has been something that has been so 
humongous for mm, me. I'll take that challenge. Yep. To be like, you know what? I don't want these things popping up and telling me when to like, hey, Anna, pay attention to me. It's more of like now I am choosing yep. to look at Done. this when yes. I want. I uh, like that. So that's something that's I helped me a keep ton. the headspace notification up because I like the little mindfulness mm. thing that they tell me. Oh but my gosh. I'm, I'm totally off. taking that challenge. But Thank yes. you. It's yes. so good mm-hmm. to just be like, the intention, like yep. I'm setting this aside, a time mm-hmm. aside to do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And That's then, good. What was the one that you brought up earlier? Just in conversation, put the phone away. Yeah. Like when you're in person. Yeah. 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 And I just think, I guess I think about our coffee or if you, I'm out to dinner with my brother or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I think just for like basic connection. Yeah. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. it's so eye contact, the whole yeah. deal. If you don't have the distraction of the phone. It's mm-hmm. just a deeper connection. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's a really good one. And it's kind of simple, but it's totally. also like really not a, a given. Like yeah. how many times are you sitting with someone and they have their phone, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yep. Well, and yeah. it really, it really pauses the conversation. It's like, well, I have to watch, we'll wait for them to deal with whatever's on their phone. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, all right, yeah. I'm not as important as that. Yes. yes. You know, yes. exactly. Even if it's like exactly. so accepted, exactly. the reality is, is they're choosing that over yes. me right now. Yes. So, yeah. So two good nuggets. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> all right. And then. I think that wraps up our show. So don't forget, go to lessalonepodcast.com to access the show notes, links, and resources from this episode. And also use the discount code lessalonepodcast for 20% off your first month at weeditpodcast.com. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find more about this episode and a way to connect to the community at lessalonepodcast.com. And if you like us, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave a review. It helps other people find us and could be just what they need.